Thank you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome into this episode of the Tri-County Area Chamber Chat Live. We are on Facebook. Before we begin our episode, we would like to thank our 2021 Mission and Vision partners, our MVPs. You see them up there on the screen. Uh, please engage with these folks. Their financial support makes programs like this possible with the Chamber. Um, but not only that, they've been part of our community for a number of years now. I'm just looking around at a lot of the different names and they've actually been around for quite a while. So uh, stewards of the community and certainly stewards of the chamber are 2021 mission and vision partners, our MVPs. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you once again for joining Chamber Chat Live. I was looking at the intro and realized that the little white flecks were going up instead of down <laughs> like they were the other day and accumulating inches and inches and inches, but yes. um, a, a professional intro nonetheless. So um, everybody, my name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing with the Victory Bank in Limerick. Thank you once again for tuning into this episode. Um, like every episode here in season five, we're gonna start it out from the president's desk. I have with me the president of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, Eileen, Eileen, from the president's desk, take it away. Thank you, Bill. I am happy to be joining everybody today. And today I wanted to focus on our mission and our vision. So last show, I talked about the three Tri-County Chamber cornerstones, building community, creating connections and supporting commerce. Those were established a couple years ago and we continue to promote those three items as again, cornerstones of what we do here as this organization. Part of our strategic planning process though, involved our board evaluating and looking at our mission and vision. So today I wanted to share with you our new mission, which is leveraging the power of membership to provide valued membership services and proactive leadership for the Tri-County region. And our new vision is the Tri-County area has strong sense of place, quality of life, economic opportunity, and generations of leaders. And I just wanted to touch on a statement that I think is people think about membership with our organization. This is an anonymous quote that we've used a couple of times, but I thought it might help for those of you who are watching and joining us today who don't really understand what a Chamber of Commerce is. It says you don't buy a newspaper, you buy news. You don't buy life insurance, you buy security for others. You don't buy glasses, you buy vision. You don't buy awnings, you buy shade. And you don't buy membership in your chamber, you buy the cooperation of the ablest men and women in business and industry with whom you can join forces to do those things which cannot be done alone. So I hope that gives a clearer picture for some of you again who are not familiar with what we do, of what we do, why we're here, and what we wanna do in supporting the business community. I'm glad you defined that because you're right. There's some people that I speak to, they're like, well, what, what exactly is a chamber? <laughs> um, you know, and I'll be honest with you. I think when I had first gotten into like a business development role, I had no idea what a chamber uh, was or what they even do. So I'm glad you're defining that. And then, excuse me, the key word that stood out for me there is leverage. Um, yes. You're leveraging so many things. You're leveraging connections and um, just each other. I mean, especially right now in the time of COVID, 
where we have to shift in our thought process or shift to what we're physically doing. We need to leverage partnerships. We need to leverage knowledge and communication. So um, yeah, some pretty key words in there. I like it. And I think even a couple of years ago at our annual dinner, we presented our board of directors. You know, if you need a visual, we have this be the bridge. And the statement underneath it says problems become opportunities when the right people join together. So again, I think that's a good statement. If you can't remember uh, all of the things that I just said, you know, remember being the bridge and leveraging that membership. And I think it, it helps you understand a little bit more who we are. Yeah, and you're, you're right about that phrase. I, I've often heard it maybe a little bit differently. It says problems are just temporary opportunities. So, but the same, same thing when we all come together, uh, we can certainly make progress. For sure. Eileen, anything else from the president's desk today? Are you signing off or? I'll just encourage everybody, if you do want to learn more, feel free to reach out. Uh, if you are a member watching today and you're not sure how to use all the benefits that you have access to, our next maximized membership is February 18th from 9 to 10. And you can get firsthand knowledge from chamber staff on how to use your benefits and get the most value out of your membership. That's great. Could I get you to do some sort of like signing off? You remember like, uh, was it Letterman used to do this thing? He's like, I'm signing off. <laughs> sure. Can I get, to, there you go. <laughs> this has been Eileen, the president of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Eileen, thanks once again for the updates. Good to have you on. Thanks, Bill. Have a great afternoon, everybody. Enjoy your day today. And now let's bring in our guest for this episode. My guest has been on the podcast before. She's also been on Chamber Chat Live. And for good reason, because she has so many connections into the Pottstown area. My guest today is Peggy Lee Clark from the Pottstown Area Industrial Development, or what we affectionately known as PAID. So Peggy, welcome to Chamber Chat Live. How are you? Thanks, Bill. It's great to be back. Awesome. So you have quite a few updates for us today. I know uh, you most recently had an economic development um, seminar or webinar, I guess I should say. Um, so let's speak a little bit about that. Um, tell, tell me, uh, you usually do that on an annual basis or semi-annual? How's that work? So we have not. That was our very first one. So of course, we're. Um, I'm a proud chamber board member and I have my Be the Bridge right here as Eileen held it up. Uh, paid does occupy the same space as the chamber and certainly we share staff but we are two different organizations the chamber is uh, regional and gives us a regional platform to talk about what's going on in Pottstown which is great um, and we have in the past used the Pottstown progress live event to really give an update to what is going on in Pottstown and the wonderful things that we have been able to do through our economic development effort. It was not to be, and we also wanted to make sure that we were also giving an update and it is something that we look forward to in the future. We decided in the fall that we needed to really gather, um, maybe not just the traditional business community who we engage with on a regular basis, but also community members and elected officials. So that was really the impetus for holding the state of the borough addressed um, from an economic development perspective. So that was our first one. 
but certainly not our last. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, you could probably wind up reaching a much broader audience too by having something like that available. And, um, you know, on a personal level, I apologize. I couldn't attend the live. Um, and I even asked Alex over there, I said, hey, Alex, can we get a link? So he was kind enough to send me a link to the update while I let that one expire as well, because I just hadn't gotten to it yet. Um, but I'm so interested in the town that I live in while well, I'm in neighboring North Coventry, but I'm in Pottstown all the time. So I'm very interested in getting uh, some updates. So if you could give us uh, kind of a 3000 foot overview on what you discussed, that would be greatly appreciated. Sure. So we started out, I mean, we had to look at where we were, right? Um, from we're rolling along, great successes, everybody's happy, and it's all um, fun and games, right? And then COVID hit, and we hit a brick wall. Um, everybody's sort of reeling, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do? And in addition to uh, Peg knew that it had to offer um some sort of help in distilling information because there was so much flood of information. So we went back and we looked at how the business community really stepped up with paid being in a supportive role of how do we say, okay, this is fact from fiction. Let's try to get you as much information as possible and then also providing regular updates. So there was a lot of outreach in those early days. And then also I wanted to celebrate the business community because the business community really did step up. I mean, um, you know, we do not have behemoths here anymore by design. Um, and the business community was reeling themselves, but they still wanted to help. They wanted to help the school district. They wanted to make sure people weren't going hungry. They held fundraisers. They, um, they fed hospital workers. They celebrated when they could uh, EMS workers. So I think that that's really shows that they are not just businesses that are here and not a part of the community. They truly are really vested in the community. So we looked at that. And then we looked at where are we going, right? Sort of that we celebrated, we did what we could, and then we have to move on. And so we were extremely lucky at the end of 2020. Um, we received notification from the state, uh, the State Department of Budget, that said that Pottstown was going to be receiving projects, specific projects that we had applied for, paid it applied for. We're going to be willing of uh, getting funding. That funding um, adds up to $2.5 million, which is a an investment within three different projects that we have been moving forward. One is a million dollars for the Pottstown Sustainability Energy, Energy Plant, which is going to be um, opening up on Keystone Boulevard. Uh, it will be commissioned in, um, I think, 2022 or 2023, um, early 2023. Um, so that was a million dollar investment. It certainly wasn't the whole ask, but it's a, it's a huge um, vote of confidence. The Mercury Hotel project received $1 million as well, and that is taking the old newspaper building, which housed the Mercury um, newspaper for many years, and it will be becoming a boutique hotel. And then third, a project which we paid has been intimately involved in. We ran a feasibility study on a life sciences incubator hub 
uh, three years ago now. We've been working towards that. There's gutted space on uh, 150, I'm sorry, not 150, uh, 151. Um, and that is on High Street, corner of High and Hanover, third floor. And so we received $500,000 towards that project of development of a life science incubator hub. So that will be probably the one that will be up and running as soon as out of the three projects. What that did was it also said that is the largest amount of investment that Pottstown has ever received from the state for private development. And um, we are really grateful to Representative Cerisi as well as Senator Mensch who um, were very supportive of those projects and also the fact that they're very supportive of paid and they're very supportive of Pottstown as a whole. So Pottstown is getting recognized um, in other parts of the state. So that was where we were going in the future. Then we also talked about um, the Urban Land Institute, which was brought in by Pottstown Area Health and Wellness Foundation. We worked very closely with that group when they visited here in 2019. Um, they gave their final report, never imagining in a million years, right, that COVID would hit and we would be in a very different place, but really trying to give us some uh, guidance in how we should be thinking and going forward. So going back to your original question about why did we have the furrow event really was about paid taking a leadership role once again in economic development. We are the entity for economic development within the borough of Pottstown. That is our mission. That is what is at the core of everything that um, the people who came with ULI believe to be. There's a lot of well-meaning people in the economic development and what they want to see for this community, but there has to be a leader really driving um, the force. So the board, um, the executive committee of that board, as well as Pottstown Area Health and Wellness started working on what we call the, the economic pillars, which will really drive PAID's future um, and its future work. So those three areas are private development supported by public policy, which is really at the core of what we do. We want to encourage public, uh, we want to encourage private development, but also there's this thing, public policy, which not only is about advocating for funding for it and certain projects, but also for working to make sure that building requirements and zoning requirements and ordinances, which aren't necessarily just deemed at the local level. A lot of people kind of get on the borough about the borough is so difficult to work with. And it's really not the borough driving that. There's something called Uniform Construction Code or the UCC, which really deems most, most boroughs, townships have adopted it. And it's really a guidance of it's a rule book and it is it is very difficult in some ways to meet the letter of intent of that law with the type of buildings that we have our buildings are old and um i is one of the things that the seven things you need to know about development in the borough of Pottstown is that beautiful buildings come with a lot of old costly work warts 
And so they are extremely difficult to redevelop under today's guidelines. So we need to do a lot of work in that effort. Um, and we actually are putting together a group that is um, construction people, development people, people who have been through the development and we will be working uh, extremely uh, diligently to make sure that the policies and processes that are in place are really working for us. So, so Peggy, before you continue, I just want to encourage folks. Um, you know, first of all, Peggy, I'm just I'm a guest on your show today because <laughs> you're giving us so much of an update. So, thank you. I'm I'm going to be asking very little questions probably, uh, but I wanted to encourage our audience. If you have any comments or questions for Peggy or for uh, Paid, um, and we actually do have one in here, uh, Brian asking, how do we get funding for things like molding men? and the Boys and Girls Club on Beach Street. I don't know if that's something you could uh, help with or refer uh, Brian to. Right, so uh, the way you do that is, is you advocate. So that really isn't necessarily what we are, we're not raising funds for groups or advocating for raising funds of groups. That's not what paid is, but I would encourage you to uh, get a group together with your organizations, Molding Men, which I'm, I'm not familiar with, as well as working with the Boys and Girls Club, which I believe is um, multi-services is now helping to manage that or administer that, and really working with those entities and creating a coalition and having a very tight ask of what you want the money for and what it's going to be used for. I will say that public money is a finite resource right now. A lot of times I have to say to people when they come to me, private developers come to me and say, you know, what can I get? And I know I have to be the bearer of bad news a lot and say, there just isn't public money out there like there used to be uh, for development opportunities. So um, many of the efforts in Pottstown are well worth um, investment in, but you have to convince the right people that they're going to, that why should they invest in you versus something else? Yeah. And I, I, I would just say, would just say, say Brian, thank you for your question there. And Peggy, thanks for answering that. I would encourage anybody else who has a comment or a question for Peggy um, while you're watching live to here today to please drop a comment in there. So, uh, Brian, we uh, wish you nothing but the best uh, for uh, molding men um, there as part of the Boys and Girls Club. So, all right, Peggy, um, I'll let you continue. Please go ahead. So the other two aren't as uh, so enhancing Pottstown's infrastructure. That's definitely something that is a is a partnership with the borough itself. Uh, you can't have, and oftentimes, as we found out in the breakout sessions, we have breakout sessions then for each one of these entities or each one of these discussion topics. And I was told by many in that particular group, it was really hard to bring people back to infrastructure, right? Because people don't necessarily find it as exciting to talk about um, archways under, which were the old sewer systems. Mm -hmm. But Pottstown is not unique. New York City, Philadelphia, Norristown, they all have them because they were all, the old wastewater management systems. Um, and they these arches run under these industrial cities that are close to the river. And unfortunately, although many of them are beautiful inside, um, you know, after being having a town built on top of them for lots of years, 
it's a really, really tough time. So, um, and hi, Matt Porter. He just waited. Yes, <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Matt uh, works in the communications area over at the Montgomery County Community College. Uh, he's just a tremendous advocate for the college and also a personal friend to me as well as the alumni chairman of the community college. So Matt, thanks for tuning in. So go ahead, Peggy. Yeah. And Matt was all, and I have to say he understands the power of yes, because I, when I was at the college, I would come to him with like, Hey Matt, I've got this great idea. <laughs> um, and he would make it happen. So yep. it's nice to see him. Um, so anyway, I would say that we, you know, infrastructure, um, things like roads, we need a we need a five million dollar extension. It's less than a mile of Keystone Boulevard. That makes a real difference. Uh, why do people want to be here? Why do businesses want to be here? They want to be here because there is infrastructure. We have a great waste water management system. We have a huge um asset in the sewer authority here in Pottstown because of capacity, right? People don't like to, that's not as fun to talk about as, as the fluff maybe, but these are very important things that we have to work on. So that's, that's the other thing, making sure that there's good investment in that. And then the last area is making sure that there is a skilled workforce and there's youth development and paid commitment to that. So we in no way, shape or form are in the training capacity, right? The, the absolutely education is where the college needs to be. The community college needs to be. Education is where the high school and the public school systems need to be, as well as trade programs, right? That's what they do. They are the experts of it. And I would not in any way, shape or form say that paid needs to be but we do need to leverage those partnerships. There's that word leverage mm -hmm. about making sure that we are creating a competitive environment here that is going to want businesses to locate here, right? So we have to have this global workforce or trained people for participating in a global workforce. So we're very, we're very engaged with that and we wanna make sure that we are able to compete in that environment. Yeah, I know. Comment here in the comment section about trade programs. And to your point, you know, you're not training somebody to be an electrician or whatever other discipline or a mechanic, but you're mm -hmm. making those connections with leadership within the Pottstown area. So that's again, that's where paid comes in. So right, exactly. Yeah. So those are the three areas. Uh, obviously, at the base, we've kind of made a little house. I don't know whether you can see this. Just, so this is my visual, right? So here are the rooms. And then we know that the foundation has to be based on data collection and organization, right? We have to have the improvement in that area. And then the top, the roof, is really the overarching is telling the story of these three components. Um, one thing that we know about, which is why we really tried to, and we continue to be all in with the IPIC Pottstown campaign, is a lot of the leaders and community, pro we love to sit around and talk about how great and how many assets Pottstown has. And, and we all know that, right? But the rest of the world needs to know that. And we have to tell the story outside of our little box here. Um, and we have to be better at that. So we need to absolutely extend our reach and and teach people about what's here. 
Yeah, this information and the kind of, um, again, just um, forethought that paid brings needs to get into the hands of business leaders, needs to get into the hands of um, local politicians, and needs to get in the hand of developers. So anybody watching this, if you know somebody uh, in that space, please feel free to pass this along to them. Uh, just as a description of what paid is all about. But then on top of that, I would encourage you to reach out to Peggy Lee. I mean, she's uh, the best resource, yeah, the best resource uh, to get the conversation going. So, um, you know, Peggy, I'm just, I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of the Pottstown community to, again, I've said this before, but to see Pottstown what it was years ago and the promise of Pottstown getting better and it's going to work and it's going to do this and it's going to do that. And it was just really slow to get going. Man, once once we hit our stride, though, things really started to grow. And um, I think we're starting to see more momentum than we've ever seen before. And the future is really, really looking promising for the Pottstown area. Thanks, Bill. And I and thank you for reminding people about contacting paid, because oftentimes, I mean, we really are here to be a resource. And I can't tell you how many times people say, well, I didn't know about paid. And so in addition to talking about Potsdam, we have to, we have to talk more about paid. Um, and, and we want people to come because we want you to be successful. So if you come to us first, a lot of times you can save yourself some headache and some money uh, if, if you come to paid. You know, I was just talking with somebody the other day, I, you know, they had said, uh, they said, oh, where are you from? And I said, oh, I'm from Potsdam. And they said, oh, how's that coming along? You know, I haven't been there and it had been a number of years. I said, you absolutely need to get into Pottstown because there is so much there. And I rattled off probably seven or eight businesses that this individual could go to. But but to your point, you, you guys do a lot with social media and you're doing a lot with getting this word out with the economic development. But sometimes it's that personal connection and that conversation that takes it just a step further. So again, you know, to... Just kind of reiterate your point and just to get the message out uh, to individuals is really, really important. Sometimes it's the, I, I, that's the extra leverage that you need there. So, Absolutely. And we are here as a resource. We're here to help. And, and the other thing is, um, you know, and I've said this to you before, is the downtown is very visual, right? That's the window dressing. And we love that. And I'm very proud of the businesses that have come there. But uh, frankly, some of the businesses that have really done well after the pandemic or during the pandemic have been those businesses that are within the 5.5 miles, but they are not, they are not in the downtown. And um, they have just done famously well in being able to pivot. Yeah. What's good. Anything else you'd like to add from paid today, Peggy? This has been a great, very informative. Thank you. I'm always happy to be here. Thanks for giving me the opportunity again, Bill. And, um, you know, more conversations. If you have questions of me, please reach out. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. And for those of uh, you wondering on the live stream, Peggy and I did not get our glasses from the same place. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. We did not. Uh, we had a conversation just beforehand. But um, yeah. Peggy, thank you so much for being on today. I greatly appreciate it. Um, just stand by for just a moment. Uh, folks, thanks once again for tuning in. Before we go, I do like to thank Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing. Drew is doing all the behind the scenes uh, with StreamYard here and getting it up on Facebook and also monitoring the comments section. So, Drew, 
thank you so much. And for those who are interested, Drew does uh, so much more than just moderating <laughs> moderating these uh, Chamber Chat Live. So I would encourage you to reach out to Drew at Delicious Marketing. And Drew, you can put your contact information in the show notes. Uh, but before we go, we'd like to thank our 2021 mission and vision partners, our MVPs. And once again, my name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.